bold stances and looted dances got us here. You are listening to Spoken Soul Sessions with Poet Black. We'll start from scratch, exploring new possibilities. Another episode of Spoken Soul Sessions. I'm your host, Poetic Black, and I'm happy to be here. Spoken Soul Family, what's good? We got another one lined up for you guys. I hope, I hope you're on your path today. I hope you're not allowing anyone or anything to impede your progress. I hope you focus on the goal. Today is the day we shine. Get in tune. Let's go. Spoken soul. Family was good, was good, was good. We got another dope show lined up for you guys today. And today, it's, this is special for me today. This is really special for me today because, you know, I have a chance to interview one of my bandmates. And uh, I've been trying to do this interview and eventually I'm going to have the entire composition on the show, you know, but things are just so crazy. And you know what I'm saying getting everybody together is just hard. But uh, I definitely want to do a reunion show where every single member is there. And uh, today, man, is real special, man, because this member right here has a very special place in my heart. This is my little sister right here, man. And uh, I mean, let me just give her the proper introduction that she deserves. I'm talking about none other than Johanna Fields, also known as Ghana Shamar is a lover of music and the arts. She first felt the inspiration for poetry in high school and had the pleasure of being a youth b and team in 2012. Though she graced the final stage, she is still working on making a mark in, po- in the poetry world. Johanna Fields is currently a part of two poetry groups, one known as The Composition and the other referred to as Wolfpack. She is devoted to getting better at her craft she spends her days developing music. She currently is working on a project called Mindscape and, and a book of poems. Spoken Soul Family. I mean, with no, with no further ado, I want to welcome to the Spoken Soul Session Studio my sister, Miss Johanna Fields, Ghana Shamar. <laughs> What's good with you, sis? You got an echo? I was just asking. No, I don't, I don't hear no echo. It's you. Okay, it's come, yeah, you come, you coming through cool. What's good, sis? What's good, man? It's been so many years, man. What's good with you? Been like five years or so. As long as my last baby came out, I've been like 
Oh man, I mean, this is if you if you guys don't know, this is Ghana Shamar, definitely a member mm-hmm. of the composition, the poetry, the pop poetry group. You know, we 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 banded together back in twenty. I, I want to say twenty twelve, and uh, it's been a it's been an amazing journey, man. And uh, we've put down so many different tracks. We've you know what I'm saying we've done so many different shows, man. So many different platforms, man. And we have so much history together, so much rich history. So I want to ask you because you know my audience they'll get on me if I don't ask this question because I ask mm-hmm. every poet that come. Ghana Shamar, why mm-hmm. poetry? Why poetry? Why did you decide to use poetry as your vehicle to express your, you know, what I'm saying your passion to the world? Why? I just felt an intense gravitation to because in high school, this girl, she had a little poetry event and I just got stuck with it. And it's like, I just felt like the intensity of how I am in general, being a Sagittarius just made me like... Sag life. (laughs) Yeah, I just felt like it was something I had to do, and I feel like it's in my dreams too, because my mom writes poetry. Mm. I don't feel like her poetry is good as mine, but it's pretty good. Mm. I feel you. Yeah. <laughs> now, like I want to, I want to let the people know, like, like when I when I met you, this is how I met you. This this is how I ain't gonna say discovered you, but this is how mm-hmm. I met you. This is this is when I found out that you just had something. And, and I knew it was authentic. Like, this was the Facebook days back when we was on Blog Talk. Mm-hmm. And on Blog Talk, you would come through, you would spit a piece, but you would, you would sing. And mm-hmm. I heard you sing. It was this one song that you sung. You sung that song, uh, Grenade. By, oh, that's uh, my jam. By, I still by, sing that. Yeah, that, yo. You sung that song, and you know what I'm saying? Bruno Mars, I love the I love his rendition of that song. Mm-hmm. But you sung that song, and I don't know, you just put your little flair on it that it mm-hmm. just stuck out to me. You know what I'm saying? And and I just mm-hmm. think it's just it's it's related to passion. Like, like we me, you and I both know, you know, because you you sing, and I don't know, because people know you for poetry. But I don't know what, whether you're known more for singing or poetry because you, you, you're just that good at both. And um, you have a, a an amazing voice. And we wrote hooks together. You know what I'm saying? Me and you and sat down mm-hmm. in the studio. We done vibed and we done, we done wrote hooks together. We done put hits together. And, you know, something that always stuck out to me, it was the passion that you always put in your words and it wasn't it wasn't more so of passion of screaming and yelling but it was mm-hmm. the passion of the words you chose to use that expressed that that passion or it was the way you delivered it and you can tell and you can feel the sincerity and it was that one song that grenade by bruno mars and i i remember me going to pain and i was like yo pain yo you heard this sister uh uh Jahana? And he was like, Jahana, yeah, she be coming on breathing through paper from now and every now and again. I was like, yo, bro, did you ever hear her sing? And he was like, nah, I didn't hear her sing. I was like, yo, she can blow. 
But then we got, I'm like, yo, I was like, yo, I was like, yo, I was like, yo, be like, yo, we got to, you know what I'm saying? We got to do something with her, man. We really got to do something with her. And I was really adamant about it, man, because I really felt that you would bring a certain dynamic to the group that was just unmatched. And I was right. I ain't going to toot my own horn. But I was right, you know what I'm saying? We all got a little thing. <laughs> yeah, That's def- what makes the composition so dope. Exactly. And the thing is, you know, it was it, it was so it was amazing the way we met and the trials and the tribulations that we all went through together as a family, as a team. And um, you know, we still here. But I just want to introduce the world or at least my audience to who you are, man. I mean, it's like I, I hear people sing. I sing. People don't know I sing, but I do sing. But I do more writing these days. Mm-hmm. I still write hooks and things of that nature, man. But I've worked with different people with writing. And mm-hmm. I've always enjoyed writing with you, especially hooks. Especially hooks. As a matter of fact. Yeah, our group had chemistry. Yeah, we just had chemistry, man. And I'm going to matter of fact, because it's only, it's only befitting. You know what I'm saying? It's only be fitting. You gotta play a joint. I, I feel it. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta, I gotta play. I gotta play a compo joint. You know what I'm saying? This is one of, this is one of my favorite compo joints that we all did together. And uh, matter of fact, I just feel like playing this joint. So let me let me cue this up. Get in your bag. Let me cue this up before, because this this is gonna be an unorthodox show. This is not gonna be the the typical show, because this is family right here. You know what I'm saying? So I ain't gonna go through all the formalities, man. I want y'all to know, man. You know how beautiful this queen is, and uh, let me get into this compo right here. We'll be right back. Doctor King is dead. Malcolm X is dead. I'm that new guy. I'm that new inspiration. I'm the guy you look at when your daddy ain't in your life, when your daddy in prison. I'm that guy that comes to your high school and tell you, you can make it happen. Greatness is upon you. You better act like it. Just follow me to the drum of the sun. Follow me to the music at the end of the parade. Just follow me to freedom. Those chains on your souls should be chiseled away as you finally decide to follow me to the other side. Follow me. Follow me. Self-pity can go, but so far How far to the light I'm gone Ain't nothing holding me back but me And who's holding me but you Who needs permission to do what's natural Let's go, together Let's let the sun kiss our skin Let the wind give strength to our stride Pride aside now Tired of hiding out I want out this box, out this cage. You do too. Don't you? Follow me. Go. Go. Go.
understanding. I see the pure manifestation of creation. I rely on my abilities to deliver me. You? What I'm asking, are you free to live your passions? Are you now tuned into that vibration as you feel the beat speak with me into frequency? I am what I believe. I achieve what I conceive. I am who I believe. You are now aligned with some divine shit. Go ahead, rewind it till you find it. I'm motivated by that force that whispers, stay on course. Follow the flow. You can fly, try. Cause if you never jump, you'll never know. Follow me to where possibilities are endless. Determination is relentless. And dreams do come true. Just follow me. Just follow me. Cause I'm going. I need you to follow me. Like your life depended on it. I am the Alpha and the Omega. I usually leave. It's just the way I've been trained, my breed. Do not refrain from the pain you need. The lyrical to the movement, see, we can all use some improvement. Iron sharpens iron, flow with me. I need you to follow me. I'm going, I'm going. Let's make this work a hassle. This is about shooting for the stars. I am no longer my own enemy, you see, I need you to feel these bars. This is for my enemies who, who used to try to be my friends. I love you now just like I, I loved you then. I'm tired of grinding alone, I am more than a bone, I am lyrical movement so you know. I'ma lead your soul home, all you have to do is follow me. Follow me to the drama of the sun, follow me to the music at the end of the parade. Yes, combo, combo. Bro, we made some prince oh, yeah. it's purple rain ash track. <laughs> That's yo, that one right there, man. That piece right there, it just. I don't know, man. It's it's something about that piece. And that's not the only piece. We got bangers like that. We got bangers really like do. that. And it's and it's like the collectiveness on that piece right there is one of my favorite pieces. Is because we all show so many different elements in that. And um that hook right there, I believe you wrote that hook. We we co-wrote that joint, but you mainly wrote that hook. That was your hook you wrote. And um yeah. and that was a that that was a Man, that was a that was a mean piece right there, man. And I agree. Yeah, it was just it was just it was phenomenal how these different people came together and we all put something in the pot to create something that was just lasting. I think we got we got lasting tracks. So tell us, man, what you've been doing in the meantime. We ain't gonna just walk over that track that we played in the beginning, that independence joint, like that shit wasn't a banger. You, you, you sent me that joint. You sent me that joint last night, and I was like, I'm sitting there. I had to bump that joint like four or five times in a row, and I was like, Yo, it's and that, good. 
Yeah, in the headphones, in the headphones, that joint sound crazy, man. And uh, tell us a little bit about that piece. What inspired that piece? Who was the Who was the producer on that? Um, that was produced by Jay King. He's in the UK, but um, that track was from. It was inspired by trauma, honestly, mm. like adolescent trauma, and just realizing that when you're a poet, you're just a person who feels a lot of pain. And I just wanted people to know just because we're doing sweet talk on poetry don't mean that we just soft people. Mm. So, yeah, I want to express my whole background so people wouldn't be mistaken by what I'm saying and say I'm faking or something like that. I feel you. I feel you. See, I like, you know what I'm saying? Like poets, man, we see the world differently. We like we we can look at the exact same things and we can draw different inspirations from it. That's the beautiful thing about the power of spoken word. And when you have those individuals who can who can manipulate those words and you no know, conjure certain types of emotions from people, you know, heal people, man. I think it's an art form that's really underrated. Like we all, mm-hmm. we all rever poetry, and subconsciously, I believe that we we give poetry reverence, reverence. Yeah. but consciously, you know, what I'm saying we we overpass poets, and we look at poetry as something that's supposed to be done for free, and we're supposed to be all about butterflies and rainbows and all that. Mm-hmm. But but nah, that's not poetry, man. It, you know, what I'm saying like, especially if you know if you've been to New York and you've been on the poetry scene in New York and the art of spoken word there, you you see the results in the poetry of the circumstances that you you find these poets living every day. You know, it's a grind. It's so true. so it ain't about it ain't gonna be about no butterflies and rainbows, especially my poetry. You know? Hell not. <laughs> you know, uh, uh Nagoma, I, I interviewed Nagoma Hill and and I asked him, I said, I said, Nagoma, I'm like, you know, when you write poetry, like what's the purpose of you, of you writing poetry? And he was like, I don't write poetry to entertain. He said, you know, you may find some entertainment in it, but I don't write to entertain. I, I, I write to teach, you know what I'm saying? So I was like, wow. And he's real deliberate. If you listen to Nagoma, he's very deliberate about the messages that he, he has he been on clubhouse before. I don't know. I got to hit Nagoma up. <laughs> I definitely mm-hmm. had him on the show, man. He gave. I feel he, like I remember his name. Yeah, Ngoma, and you know Ngoma. You know Ngoma. If you if you if you don't know the name, because the name is out there, but the face once mm-hmm. you see him, you know you. Yeah, that's Ngoma. But he definitely, he definitely a deep brother, and he he said that to me. And I was like, yo, that's that's profound, because us as poets, we have a certain responsibility, you know. And I just take that responsibility, me personally, serious enough to that i'm not gonna write about just vain shit i may swag every now and again but i ain't just gonna write about nothing vain i want my my poetry to to deliver a message and i noticed with Mm. your with your poetry in 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 particular you come from a, a like an emotional standpoint but you give so much clarity on the emotions like a person can't listen to your your music and not feel it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you put a person in a certain mode when you when you when you're like you got this one track uh we all did together 
they don't know about my week. Now that, that oh, yeah. now that's now, my shit too. Yeah, that that track right there. Yeah, that track is a, that track is a bang. If I had that joint, I would definitely I would, play it. Said, that joint. No, I feel like Jim has a track. Yeah, I'm. A, I've been talking to Jim. He's gonna send me a lot of them tracks that we did because I got some joints. Yeah, he better still but, have them. <laughs> but, but that they don't know about my week. I had that joint. I don't know where is that, but that joint is my joint. And in that joint, you know, it was like. Even in the hook. They don't know about my week. Yeah. I've been down and I've been low. That was yeah, the, that shit. Yeah, that was the that was the joint. But when you listen to it, you you look at it, they don't know about my week. And you thinking the person would say that they talking about the week of the days. And they're not. Mm-hmm. They don't know about my week. My week is me, my weakness. They don't know about the things that I struggle with. They don't know about these things. And, mm-hmm. you know, people are dealing with things. And when we created that track right there, I think that that track, it, it, it has so much significance. It has so much purpose behind that track to really put on the platform about people who were dealing with with issues that the world may look at them and say, oh, you're fine. You're good. But inside, you know, people are dealing with some real issues, man. And um, that that's one of them pieces that I, I'm really proud of that we did because I think it brings awareness to, like, people's mental health, people's, you know what I'm saying, their, their, their emotional state and things of that nature. So, I mean, that was another dope piece. But you, it's just you are, like, the way you you deliver your art is more so of, like, you come from an emotional standpoint. You know what I mean? You come from an emotional mm-hmm. standpoint. And I think it's amazing. Like, why do you write from that that point of view so much? I feel like not enough people are honest. And I feel like if there was more honest people, people would be more able to let out their emotions because at the end of the day, it's going to come out anyway. So mm-hmm. I don't know why you're hiding. Indeed. I feel like being emotional is like, Showing people all the treasures you have and letting them know they can't just still get them easily. You're still showing all your wounds, but these people ain't going to hurt you because you already been wounded. You know what that's like. Indeed. So um, I feel you. I feel you. So, I mean, this is the perfect time, you know what I'm saying, to get into your first piece. You know what I mean? Let the people get acclimated to who you are as a poet. So let me set the stage up for you. As a matter of fact, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you a couple of seconds. I'm gonna play uh, some words from one of our sponsors, and then I'll set the stage for you right after that plays. So, All right, we'll, cool. so we'll be right back. Hello, this is William S. Peters, Senior, aka Just Bill from Interchild Press International. First, I must say we at Interchild Press are proud to support my brother Daniel Green, aka Poetic Black, and his prolific, embracing, and informative program, Spoken Soul Sessions. As a publisher and now sponsor of the work Poetic Black does, we at Interchild Press International offer to you, his listeners, and all spoken word artists, writers, and poets, a 10% discount on all of our publishing packages and services. 
Please mention code Spoken Soul to take advantage of this offer while it lasts. You can contact us at InTouch at innerchildpress.com. And we hope to see your words in print very soon. We are Inner Child Press International, building bridges of cultural understanding. That's www.innerchildpress.com. Thank you. Coming to the stage to spit her first piece, let's give a warm, warm welcome to my sister and your sister, Ghana Shamar. Hello, hello. Okay, I'm gonna spit this piece called Lucky Penny. I feel like it goes with the first song that you um play. It's like more about my background. Here we go. I know you can't read this because I left you behind. Rotting bodies draw too much attention. Yet I remember your words like a rearview mirror. You said forget about love. Marry for money. I know what drawbacks come with that. See people like you take your self-esteem and mold it into favorite coffee mug. See people like you take your self-esteem and mold it into your favorite to your favorite coffee mug. It's a little echo. Though you talk about drugs as if it hasn't saved your life once or twice, trust me, I know your battles. Not because of the stories you told me, but you always had that look in your eyes, as if you could run from the bodies you created. Tell them to leave because the money ran out. I, I got my debt. I put them in a briefcase because I wanted you to run away. But you stayed verbally abusive and physically abusive because you had because your hands are heavy, heavy enough to swing and not know your strength. Most of your anger is residue from the men you let cocoon into level with benefit. I saw what my father did to you. I watched you let him in. If you only knew what was best for us and you, you would have not chose to think of us as only his until we turned 18. I got my regrets in yours. Nothing but bloody hands to some. Because I'm so messed up. I've forgotten myself out of respect for you many years past before I learned how to smile a smile I deserve. Don't question my loyalty, especially without truly loving me. You and I, we live to be selfish in order to breathe another breath. It's way harder to love than it is to live. I guess that's why money always caught your eye. I guess that's why money always caught your eye. I could have been your lucky penny, but I got wise enough to know my worth. That's the piece. Yeah, you got when you um when you're spitting, you you hear the echo in your headphones. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, yeah. Another guest. I might have to take one ear off. Yeah, another another guest told me the same thing. I'm gonna have to I'm talk to Squadcast about that. Cause you're the mm-hmm. second guest that came on and said that they was experiencing that. But uh, oh man, man, 
profound piece, very, very heartfelt piece. And like, wow, man, that, you know, that th those are pieces I'll be talking about, man. Like when you when you go into the actual, you know, description, the actual description of what you're talking about and things of that nature, man, the words you use, man, it comes from an emotional place, man. You can really resonate with it. You know, like, wow, that's a profound piece. Tell us about it. Tell us, tell us what sparked that piece. Well, I wrote this piece initially for my mom because she's kind of a, a vindictive person. And since I've learned about a lot of Zodiac signs, mm. I just feel like that comes with her being a Gemini. Mm. So it's just like a two-faced thing she does. And I feel like she don't really understand her actions. So mm. a lot of times I try to tell her about her actions within my poetry because she won't listen in reality. Mm. So, yeah. I feel you. I mean, profound joint, man, because I got like I got from that piece, you know, a lot of times, you know, parents don't realize, you know, the debris that affects the child from their their own little personal combustions. Like you going through what you going through, you exploding and you feeling that th those things are not going to affect your child in some form or fashion. Mm -hmm. And it do. You know, so when you're living in a certain type of environment with a certain type of, you know what I'm saying, behaviors that you're exposed to, it plays an effect on you. And and, and it's crazy, man. You know, I, I, I did a similar piece called A Ride With My Father. And in that poem, I was- Oh, I love that poem. You know, I was trying to, you know what I'm saying? I was, I was telling my mom in that poem, you know, the resentment that I felt towards her because of the relationship that I didn't have with my father. And, you know, a lot of times we don't realize. And since then, I've had a chance to talk to my mother and we've we've been closer now. Your mom is dope. Hey, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, she love you, too, though, G. <laughs> but yeah, I remember man. visiting her house. That was the experience. <laughs> yeah, she 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 knows she know the compo. So when she listens to all the compo, what you call it? When she listens to all the compo tracks and all that stuff, like, mm -hmm. who's that? You know what I'm saying? Oh, that's Ghana Shamar right there, you know? But yeah, Tell man. But, but that joint, that that poem right there reminds me of that piece and how you, you know what I'm saying, you you letting those things out. You be, you're being vulnerable, you know, for the sake of yourself, you're being vulnerable. But at it's at your expense, but everybody else is benefiting from it because I can benefit mm -hmm. from that poem. So I, I really dig that piece. You got this one piece, man, that you, <laughs> yo, you said this, oh, man, that joint we did. Uh, with the Malcolm, with the with the Malcolm type track in the back, I thought I had that joint. But you said if black folks had wings, and that piece, right? I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to cue that up. Man. I remember what? Yeah, because I play that. See, joint. you I'm, got too many tracks. Yeah, I don't even know. I keep it all, man. I keep it all. Let me see if I can if I can cue that joint up. If 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 I play, you like? Oh, I remember this piece. This joint. This joint. <laughs> Uh, Subconsciously, I probably do. Here we go. This joint right here. I love you. I love you. I love your verse on this joint, man. But this was the joint. Let me see what you're talking about. That is so visible in the community. Creates a spirit of resentment. Oh, that sounds familiar. 
They think they're living in a police state and they become hostile toward the police. I think you walked on this joint right here, man. To be against them rather than to protect them. And these thoughts, these frustrations, these uh, apprehensions automatically are sufficient to make this, uh, make these Negroes begin to form means and ways to protect themselves in case the police themselves get too far out of line. Another brother hit. I'm so sorry. Black market, the target, unarmed, hands raised. Why you following? Where you headed? Why you cuffing me? Just relax. I can't breathe. Stop resisting, sir. Those sworn to protect and serve. Now add execution to the creed. I mean, it's on video. Amateur video. Is justice really that blind? How long? How long do we march with picket signs? I mean, it's been working for you guys. Tired of dying? How many times? How many times we gotta die? How to stand your ground only applied to the other guy. He grabbed me, picked off like flies. No remorse, of course. Instead, they, instead they invent intent. He fits the See the black profile. and the brown are supposed to be gunned down. But a plantation is big, it's nowhere to run now. So what's, what's the going rate of a black life? You gotta admit it doesn't. We shall always fit the description. Young African will always trigger suspicion. He's criminal or criminalized. That's a nigga's position. Listen. Soon it won't be a crime to kill young black males. Uh, you're lazy not safe. I repeat, your sons are not safe. You have lost your right to bear arms. Are you even alarmed? Bigots and badges armed to do harm. If there's no unity, we better make some. It's you about to walk on, on this outside. joint right here. You about to walk right now. If black folks had wings, we could live a little longer. Feathers fall, colors blend better with the rest of us. No lack in us, cause we honestly don't fear enough. Women are gods, men are the muscle. If Coretta never left Martin's side, there would still be a king amongst us to fight for us. The rights of us are held in the fist of a sucker punch. I see them scheming. We worried about singular beings. Me, myself, and I, maybe even my number one. Starting trends of dying alone Gotta rise above our character And march with guns powered by love Cause they hate to love us They hate, they, they wanna, wanna be us. us I see us, we got that something Everybody wants We gotta notice us Time for marching is over. While we still stand, war at hand. Bro, I don't remember this trip. You don't remember this? The first part, I was like, yeah, I remember that, but I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, this, this 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 was that track right there. This was one of these tracks that I think we was all in the studio, and we just wrote a verse. We we had the beat playing, and and we wrote this joint. But this was a joint. I don't think this joint even made it on on any of the albums. I think this was just mm-hmm. one of them surplus tracks. And uh, I always felt this that I felt that track. But your verse, man, I listened to that verse. I don't know about. I don't know how many times, man, but I listened to that verse and I was like, yo, G was walking on this shit right here, man. <laughs> I was like, yo, she was walking on this joint, B. Like that one, that one part when you said, uh, you said if you said if Coretta would have left Martin, there would still be a king amongst us. 
I thought that was slick. I thought that was dope. I thought that was fire. You know what I'm saying? And uh, that's facts, though, because I feel like women kind of be like they know shit before a man knows, and I feel like she would have known to tap him on the side, like, "Look at that nigga over there. He looks suspicious." Mm, real shit. Real shit, man. And uh, it's it's crazy, man. But you walked on that track. But that's an, that's another example of you know what I mean that element you know because it, it it wasn't like you was the the loudest on the track but the words you used the way you express yourself on that track it resonated like that that joint definitely resonated with me that was one of them tracks I was like yo G stunting on this shit right here she walking on this shit but yeah man but that's a perfect segue to get you back spitting so. Hey. You got another piece. We got it. We got another piece. I'm gonna bring you back to the stage and let you spit another piece. Your choice. You know what I'm saying? Do you just go in? I think I'm gonna spit this piece that was inspired by you. All right. It was inspired by me. I, I'm definitely one of it. it is. All right. Coming back to the stage. Let's give a warm, warm welcome to my sister and your sister, Ghana Shamar. need is one mic i get free like i don't even need the hype because all i need is one mic one symbolism of my fight i got mic i rock mics if they bully my integrity effortlessly my voice brings hope hope be dope they smoke and choke on when i get full of myself i'm full of myself right now that's why all i need is one night one mic Get hype off my wordplay. Mermaids get wet off my metaphors. Probably why the tides be high. Birds of play. Birds of prey and prey become my prey. Cause I speak a spitter's language and all that seek truth. Find muses in my booth. I get free life forever twirls on my page. And I just need a period to cage. I get free life. I ain't never had a heckler. And if I did, they spit in my shit like Eminem stand. Stalking my pen cause it's in demand. I get free like this mic is my band. All I need is one mic for you to understand. I wear flip-flops to battle. Tackle and muffle capital G. I'm the only they seek. The poetess that bless the mic like all she need is one mic. And peace. Oh. All I need. That joint fire. That joint fire. I got I got this joint called uh uh the ink of a poet. The ink of a poet. And I'll be like I don't know that shit. All I need is a pen. And uh word, like real rap, man. I mean, I I think about it and I be like, yo, damn, man, like the amount, the amount of, you know, effort, you know, the amount of, of hard work, dedication, man, that we put in. I be sometimes I be thinking like, yo, damn, why we ain't got Grammys? Why we ain't got, you know what I'm saying? As a group, why we ain't 
why we didn't get to that pinnacle, man. And it's crazy. And and I and and that's why one of the reasons why I wanted to start this podcast. And you know what I'm saying? And not just searching for new talent and things of that nature, but to really like provide a platform that's gonna put spoken word at the forefront. You know, it's, I mean, like so many people, so many different people, myself included, poetry was their saving grace. You know, poetry, you know, I, I get so many, yeah, I get so many artists that come on the show and I ask them about poetry and a lot of them say poetry saved my life. And it's, it's so underrated and it's so underappreciated that I think that, you know what I mean? We gotta, we guys got to do this push to like, yo, look, all this nonsense that's out there. You got individuals talking about bitches and hoes, talking, you know, just driving out babies. I talk about that in my raps. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> bitches, bitches, ho, because this is the thing that, that people believe that they want to hear, what they want to listen to mm -hmm. because it's a machine. So if only thing they gonna play on the radio is bitches and hoes, it kind of forced the artists to say, yo, if I ain't rapping about bitches and hoes, I don't eat. You dig what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So they, they rigged the game. But, you know, like, I think it was Jay that said, he was like, I would rather rap like Talib Kweli. You know what I'm saying? He said, mm -hmm. I would rather rap like that, but pretty much he ain't in it for that. He's in it for the, he's in it for that bread. He's trying to be successful in it. And they don't allow that. So I think it's artists like yourself, man. It's artists, you know what I'm saying? It's artists out there who who are like grassroots, real, authentic, dope-ass artists, man. And I don't, they don't get the shine they deserve, man. They don't get that that's shine. That's true. But at the same time, that's a good thing. Because mm. I feel like some people hit the industry and they get their heads all boosted up. Mm. That they fuck up, and then they just end up being stagnant like Chris Brown. Real shit. So, and I'm seeing yo. I'm looking at your locks, and I'm like, wow, your joints got mad long, D. Yeah, my locks got long as fuck. Yo, your locks got mad long. I remember when them joints got started, B, and them joints is like, damn, them joints is mad She's long. long. As fuck. Word, Still B. not longer than Moe's, but I'm getting there. <laughs> Word, B. Them joints got mad long. That's official, though. But yeah, man, I mean, you know, this it just brings that nostalgia up. It's that nostalgia, that feel, man, that, you know, we we, we should all be back in that studio, man, putting them hits down, man. So let me ask you, do you I still... I mean, we got it in us. I, we definitely, man. I want And I want to do something with the compo in some capacity where we can come back together because we all live in different places. We all not in New York no more. We all scattered over. I uh, spoke oh, to Jim. Shit. I didn't even know that. Yeah, Jim, Jim, Payne in Jersey, Jim in Cali. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You 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 went back to Virginia? Yeah. You in VA. I'm in NY. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, but but the beautiful thing is we got the internet. You know what I mean? We mm -hmm. got we we can still come connected and we can connect and do things because of the fact that we got that internet. And I think we should really try to put something out there, project out, man, just for old time's sake, man. Definitely. I, just, I got better equipment, so it's gonna be more crisp. Real, real rap, man. We put something together, man. Do a compo track. I'm gonna holler at Payne and uh like yo, let's 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 do a track, man. 
we ain't do we ain't do a piece in so long, man. Let's do a track, and uh, and do some type of reunion because we work is on we working on some. Yeah, things. I want me to do the hook. Most definite, you know what I'm saying. Well, I got you, know, you. You know how it is. Most definite, but yeah, man, it's it, those 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 good times, man. So let me ask you, what mm-hmm. what are you working on now? What's the project you're working on now? Right now, I'm working on my CD, Mindscape. Mm. It's supposed to be kind of like a out-of-body spin. And it's like, I'm picking my brain, but letting everyone see the contents of my mind. Mm. I feel you. Basically what I'm going through now. But I'm working on two CDs. So I have a love CD. Because I know people love my singing more. So mm. it's gonna be more for the lovers. That what you call it, man. That um we did this one track. I've been trying to find this track. I had it and I don't know where it's at now, man. But it was this one track we did. It was it was your track and I and I got on it. And that joint I was think fire. I know what track you're talking about, because I was just listening to it the other day. Oh word. If you Man, send me that joint. If you got that joint, send it to me, man. Send it to me. Because I don't know where that track is at. I've been looking all over for that track, but that joint was a banger. And uh, I'm going to have to send it to you. Yeah. It's going to kick me if I try to do it right now. Word. And I, yeah, definitely send that joint to me later on. But yeah, that, um, that track, man, that track was dope. But you got away with them hooks, man. Them love hooks. Those love hooks and those, and those, inspirational hooks you know what i mean you gotta you it's, it's just yeah. something about them joints man you gotta wait inside that. everybody want to love and everybody want to be inspired mm, real rap real rap and that's the, and that's the beautiful thing man it's a beautiful thing it's a beautiful thing when you can you know when you can express that or you can translate that for people and this is the this is why poets are needed man this is why poets is needed, man. This is why, you know, I urge everybody out there to support a poet, man. Go support a poet. Poets is going to rectify the society. You know, the society right now, they, you know, is is aimed and geared towards a certain type of direction, a certain trajectory. But I think poets, man, you know, we kind of change that. And we inspiring people to be better, man. And then you got you got this music out there that that they blast and they got it on repeat. It just inspires you to be worse. It inspires you to just fall. I've been hearing some of the raps and stuff. Cause like the other day, I was in like one of these A and R music mm. things on like Clubhouse, and the music that they wanted on the radio. Had the wackest rap verses and the wackest singing. Wow. Like it had no actual emotion or realism in it. Mm. I got what they were saying, but at the same time, the way I'm going, I want to be more realistic. Mm. I put a little imagination in there, but that's only to like drive the boat sort of space. I feel you. I feel you. Uh-uh. And it's like it's, the world is weird. It is weird, man. It's weird, man. You know, it's weird, but we can we can change shit, man. One poem at a time. One poem at a time we can change shit. And it's just it's just so necessary for us as a 
as a people, you know what I'm saying? Like to really look inwardly and look what they're trying to put up against us. See, see the scheme for what it is, man. You know what I mean? We got to guard ourselves and we got to be more deliberate in our aim and being better. You know, there's a lot of complacency. There's a lot of coddling. You know, that's what they want. They want you off your square. They want you asleep. When you asleep, they can, they can, they can take the house. They do can take, whatever. Do whatever they want to do when you sleep. And uh, I think poets wake shit up. Why do you think there was a reason why they uh, stopped that, that deaf poetry? You know, like I thought when deaf poetry came out, that was like the beginning of something that was going to be epic. That was going to put poets in emphatically on the map. You know what I mean? But it dwindled. Why? It was a it was a it was a real urge for it. People wanted to hear it, but it, it just went away. And I think it's deliberate because of the fact that poetry is going to inspire. And it's not gonna it's not gonna send you into regression. It's not gonna send you, oh, uh, yo, I gotta, I gotta, you know, uh go into debt to get these new Jordans. Or I gotta go into debt mm-hmm. to buy this new Louis bag or whatever the case may be. And the shit is just crazy, man. I think we should all be inspired this day and age. You know, get a poet. Find a poet. If you got a, f- a favorite a favorite rapper, you should have a favorite mm-hmm. poet. Like real rap. You know what I'm saying? Find a poet. Sponsor a poet. Man, that's my new shit. That's, my, shit. that's my new shit from now on, man. Find a poet, man. I don't care which poet it is. Go find some poetry. Listen to it. And if you resonate with that poetry, support that poet, man. Support him. So... It leads to the question, how can we support you? Like, where where can we find your work? Where would your work when Mindscape do drop? What platforms are you going to drop it on? I'm going to try to release it on a lot of platforms. Um, right now, I'm usually on SoundCloud mm. and YouTube. And Bandcamp, that's my places I always release it. So you definitely can find it there. All right. So y'all definitely go check out. And you under the um pseudonym Ghana Shamar, right? Yeah, yeah. All your albums under Ghana. All right, so Ghana Shamar. Look for Ghana Shamar. Go on SoundCloud. Or Johanna Fields. Or Johanna Fields on SoundCloud, on Bandcamp. And what's the other one you said? Uh, YouTube. And, oh, on YouTube, definitely on YouTube. But go check her out, man. Get acquainted with who she is as a as a, as an artist. And um, I think she has so much. Oh, follow me on Clubhouse too. Oh, definitely. Do you have a room on Clubhouse? No, but I've been thinking about starting one. Yeah, definitely, man. Like you know, what I'm saying definitely, definitely. I, I I just started, and um, I'm glad you said something about that because I wanted to remind my audience anyway that uh. Spoken Soul Sessions has definitely started on Clubhouse. So we're we're official. You know, it took me a couple of weeks to get things organized over there. But it was the, fire too. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Every Saturday mm-hmm. at nine, we got this we got the showcase iron, sharpens iron. Come get your poems rated. You know, we're giving constructive criticism, myself and written in pain. We're giving constructive criticisms of the poems that you decide to to spit. So come spit your poem, man. If you're looking to get better, you're looking to, you know, perfect your craft, come bounce your poems off some 
you know what I'm saying, dead ass real spoken word artists that that's really doing it. I would love for you to come on over there. You know what I'm saying, G. You can help a brother out over there, man, because that it it, oh, it, for sure. it be getting crazy. It be getting crazy in the chat. I was in that inbox. <laughs> I was like, what is going on? Yeah, man. So I could definitely use a hand over there, man. Come help, help us. You know what I'm saying? Regulate the chat and all I'm that. I'm trying man. not to drink it <laughs> that much because I heard lyrical movements was going off. Yeah, man. <laughs> but it was it, yo, like that. That was the second show, and it was yo. Believe it or not, it was crazy. Like we went in, we went up like I think 150 more listeners from the first show. And it's like, it's increasing. So I'm digging the way that people are responding to the platform because nobody I really got that. a lot too. Yeah, it's, it's nobody really got that type of platform. You got poetry platforms on Clubhouse. They got some dope poetry platforms on Clubhouse. But I never seen nobody do the platform when it was just strictly, you know, you coming to get your poems rated. You you coming to see, was this a good idea? It's a bad idea. But it's all constructive. We ain't trying to throw you, throw shade on your shit and just, you know what I mean, shoot your shit down. But we want to give you constructive criticism. You know, and some poets I a lot seen of seen that either. Yeah. I've seen a lot of those speed round ones and I don't really like those ones. Yeah, when you just everybody just going. And sometimes, you know, a person can get healed. Like you had people in the audience that was rocking. They never came on stage, but they they rocked in the audience the entire show, four hour show. Mm-hmm. And, and and they stayed True. the entire show. So I know people are getting healed. People are getting inspired from these type of settings, man. I want to continue it. So y'all definitely check out Spoken Soul Sessions on Clubhouse every Saturday, 9 p.m. until you know, we doing Iron Sharpens Iron. And then we have another show on Wednesdays where it will most likely be like a recap show of something that we mentioned on the podcast or the title of the podcast. And we get a chance to engage. So I really wanted to put that information out for my international listeners because Clubhouse is international and you have people from Africa, overseas, everybody can get on Clubhouse. So this is a way that I can really engage with my audience. So I have a lot of Nigerian um, listeners because I check the, the analytics every every month. And if you if you have Clubhouse, get on Clubhouse and come interact with me. I definitely want to know who you are. I want to vibe with you. I want to hear you spit some poetry. So definitely you guys come on out on Clubhouse, man, and rock out with Spoken Soul Sessions. We we trying to go everywhere. We're going to be on YouTube in a minute, too. But uh, Ghana Shamar, you know, like the show, we about to, we about to end the show, but I need you, you know what I'm saying? Because I promised you four pieces, man. I'm gonna need I'm gonna need a back to back from you. I'm gonna need a back to back. A back a back, back. a back to back. Give me oh, a back to see. back. What I got lined up. Mm. Okay, I'll do these too. All right. So let me set the stage. Coming back to the stage. For her finale pieces. Let's give a warm, warm welcome to my sister and your sister, Ghana Shamar. I know a couple of pastry makers. They talk people into drool. 
and teach renowned classes. They prefer to share small sums of themselves, like teaspoons of sugar. The cellophane men who disappear with the animals in hibernation. They call it mating season. They're known in many languages as Mr. Knife Guys or Heartbreakers, if you know them personally. Women are brownies, honey buns, and souffle. They'll come to funerals looking to make cavities out of widows. Their tongues are nothing but sugar molds and lasso. That pulls women to become the throwaway decoration. Many have become flavors of their own brew. I've spent my time as a garnish and filling. I've been the green flower, envious of the flavors of the month when I wasn't one. These pastry makers never place you as the plastic bride on top. With a smile that spreads like ice. They tell you you won't burn in the oven while they're thinking up the next creation. They ogle the cheesecake girl in the corner and the apple pie girl through the glass. I studied closely how he stared and beat me down so gently. I studied how he smeared me on his utensils. I studied some of those air bubbles left behind. I became an almond chocolate covered rum cake instead of something good for birthdays and sweet tooth. I became an everyday craving that he didn't want to share. He didn't think I would grow from the pain, but I'd rather not be a goodie. He had and ate whenever he felt. This piece is titled Therapy with the Guardian Age. It's all just twisted up. The beckoning like a bat signal in the cloud. Change and revival of the same discipline. It's the point where you don't have to wear all black for it to be wearing you. Confused and amused because my mind's crossed over. I don't think it's strange anymore. Creaking doors and thin patience. Because it, in actuality, I remember these fleeting moments from adolescence. When you can see the majority of your fate, but wait, there's more. A blind spot to pour more unanswered questions. It's just a part of life to grow with doubt and die with nothing but your grief. See me? I live piece by piece. For me, I've been here immortally picking my own tombstone and flowers. Even though I want nothing more than to burn the life without the agony. Maybe I've grown too curious of the afterlife. Because my patience is present. Because my patience in the presence 
has never felt officiated. I'm half awakened in my grave, banging for the ones above to finally let me sleep. I can't rest in peace with all this rain coming down. It's kind of nostalgic. I feel like I'm coming now. My pain isn't numbing now. I turned into venom and it's covering me now. I've been eaten alive by my selflessness. But in the darkness, I'm selfish. Want the world in my hands so I can crack it like an egg. This is the sunny side of my reflection. I cannot reveal all of me to my therapist. I don't want to be judged on what I consider a pleasant deathbed. I'm not normal. I listen to the double side of the story too. I concluded we are all living in a deja vu. But ask me why. I wonder why me. Why do I have the capacity to reveal my truth with strangers cursed by mortality? The answer is, I know you'll forget me. But you always be so tied to my pain. A sort of anchor I made to hold me in place to stay. To save the suicidal, to cater to the homicides and severed body parts within oceans far from home. I'm tired of sorrow being a blessing to finally let go of it all. I bet you didn't know I couldn't save everybody. I'm scared of heights. That's why I fly. I can't stand watching someone cry. I want to die, but I'm already dead inside. It's a reflex to pretend I'm human. I want to know why. Why does it hurt even though I've seen death over and over again? In peace. Wow. Wow. Yo, real shit. Both of those pieces is crazy. But yo, that, oh my goodness. The analogy that you use for the first piece about the pastry maker. Yo. That shit genius. That's an old ass piece. That shit But it's dead genius. to my heart. That's genius. I'm what you call it. And wow, all the similes you use, man. You're like, wow, B. Because you know I'm a pastry chef. So that shit, that shit really resonated yeah, with me. <laughs> that, you know what I'm saying? So that shit right there just resonated with me. And I like, yo, how you use that. And, and I was like, wow, B. That was a profound piece. Both of those pieces was profound. Both of those pieces. But that first piece, man, that joint, st- it, it, it really stuck out to me. I'm like, yo, wow, she used all the all the cake techniques. You know what I'm saying? I was just, you, you I'm said something I'm going to have to read deep. it on your um, other show. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. Bring that joint, man. Bring yeah, that joint, B. Because, yo, that joint right there, you say, never making me the, 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 the bride on the top of the cake. Like, you know what I'm saying? You dressing me up and all that, but you never made me the, you know what I'm saying? The bride on the mm-hmm. top of the, yo, that shit hard right there. Man, I ain't bullshitting you either. That shit hard. Thank you, bro. Man. That shit I hard. I thought man. so. That's why I brought it here. Yeah, most definite, <laughs> man. But yeah, man, listen, I want to thank you 
for spending this time, you know what I'm saying, coming to the studio. Well, thank people... you for inviting me. Most definitely. You know, you, you know what I mean? You family. So, you know what I'm saying? But I wanted the people to really get acquainted with who you are and how you inspired me over the years. Like, your poetry really inspires me, not just because we're bandmates and we've worked together, but really, truly, you inspired me. The words that, you know, your poetry... When you spit a poem, I really listen to it. You know, I really listen to it. And I ain't going to say I listen to all poems because that would be a lot. But certain artists I gravitate towards because not just the fact that they're dope, but the message within the the, the poem itself, it speaks to me. And um, that poem right there spoke to me, man, that you'll please bring that joint over to I Shop but I want to thank you for coming through, spending this time with me, man. Uh, y'all go check out Ghana Shamar or Johanna Fields on SoundCloud, Bandcamp, or YouTube. Check her out. Check out her work. And we, I mean, we got some tracks up there. We got, even if you go to uh, my my uh, SoundCloud or Written in Pain SoundCloud, we got some tracks up there um, together. You know, so... Definitely, man, follow her, get acquainted with her. I cannot wait until Mindscape come out because you can bring that joint on the Spoken Soul Session show. We can debut it. We can, you know what I'm saying? We can feature it. Oh, I got you, bro. I you know can't what I'm wait. Saying? Most definitely. I got you all day. And uh, let the people get to that, man. I want to be the first one to purchase it. So when you, when you finish with that project, definitely come back on the show and we're going to debut that joint and, uh, you know, we're going to do like an album release or something. You know what I'm saying? Like really put some. Hey, that's you know? solid. Yeah, you know what I mean? So that's how we're going to do that, man, for real. But I appreciate you, sis. You know I love you, man. You know, and uh, it's compo forever. And uh, thank you for spending this time with us, man. And uh, Thank you for inviting me, bro. Most so, definitely. Hey, you are a wonderful host, by the way. Thank you so much. You know I'm still trying because I, you know. I don't put I don't put the Bro, thing you together. Got it. You ain't trying. <laughs> but it's you don't say it. It's 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 gotten a lot better since when I first started. People don't say like, yeah, your interviewing skills and got better. I was things. listening to your shit. You've been doing good. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate you, sis, man. And you know, you know, I love you, man. It's all it's always, always love on this side, man. You know, we family forever, man, for life. And I and I thank you for coming through. But this is the time when I go and I address my audience because I want to leave you. I want to leave you guys with something inspirational. I don't want you to come to the Spoken Soul Session show and not leave inspired. So if you're hearing the sound of my voice, I need you to get in tune. I need you to focus on the sound of my voice. I need you to know some things. I need you to know that you today in your own skin, you are validated. You are, you have purpose, you have focus. Now it's time to enact it. It's time for you to get on your grind. This, the mission starts today for tomorrow. If you wanna be successful tomorrow, you have to start today. And if you don't know anything, if you don't know anything about me or anything I do, I want you to know one thing. Know that, that I love you. And I hope you love me too. Peace.